Well, hi there, everybody. Welcome to Greenlight Reviews, where we talk about the movies. My name is Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And today, Ann, we're going to review a an independent film mm-hmm. with, again, a very exciting cast, I think. It's called A Bigger Splash. Okay. A Bigger Splash is about a famous rock star mm-hmm. played by Tilda Swinton. Right. You would not think of Tilda playing a glamorous rock star, but she does it here, and I thought she looked terrific. She and her uh, much younger lover, who is a high-profile filmmaker, Paul DeSmet, played by Matthias Schoenertz, mm-hmm. are on a vacation in a uh, very exotic and kind of deserted Italian island. Uh-huh. And they are obviously having a good time, as we see uh, very quickly. Well, we also have to say that Marianne, played by Tilda Swinton, yep. is on vacation, but she's also recuperating from throat surgery. Right. So she talks very little in this film. Yeah, she's mute. Yeah. For most of the movie. Right. Okay. Yeah. Keep going. So, here they are, and they're uh, splashing around in the swimming pool, Mm -hmm. and they're making love a lot. Uh Uh-huh. And then they are disrupted by the unexpected arrival Uh of her ex-lover, now an old friend and a rock record producer played by Rafe Fiennes. Uh-huh. And again, this is a kind of role that you'd never expect to see Rafe Fiennes doing. That's right. And his daughter, Dakota Johnson. She uh, plays the nubile daughter, Penelope. Yes, she's Penelope, and Rafe is Harry Hawks. So now we have all these people together. Uh, there's all sorts of history going on with all of them. Yeah, baggage aplenty. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. Penelope, uh, the Dakota Johnson character, seems annoyed by the whole thing. I don't blame her. (laughs) Well, (laughs) see, I I know you didn't like this film. Oh, I I couldn't stand it, but I I just can't wait to get into why I hate it so much, but keep going. Okay. I liked it a lot because I found the characters very, very interesting. And for those of you who would probably want to know this, all these four actors are naked an awful lot in well, that's, this film. I think this is a movie for the testosterone crowd. And you're a guy, so you're going to like the movie. Because the most interesting thing about it is when they take their clothes off, which, by the way, I found to be totally dull. Look, I want to start with the elephant in the room, and that's Tilda Swinton. She's not an elephant, but that's just a metaphor for the yes. problem. Okay. She can play almost anything. She's that good. She's wonderful. A rock star? No, thank you. Not buying it. Not a good casting choice at all. Listen, they do a flashback of her taking place in a recording studio, and you hear her singing and laying down a track. I had to put my hands over my ears because the chick can't sing. So it doesn't matter whether she had throat surgery or not. She couldn't sing a note before the surgery. (laughs) I mean, she's awful in this part. And she nods, and she writes notes, and she nods her head and shakes her fist at somebody, gives the finger to somebody. I mean, it's the most worthless movie. I I disagree completely. Okay. When I say I disagree completely, I don't think this is the best movie of the year. It's not. Well, isn't it billed as a thriller? Well, where was the thrill? I I don't think it's a thriller. Well, it is, but there's a murder in it. Yes, there is. But I think what was most interesting here, and I found it fascinating, 
is the relationships between these four people. First of all, the uh, Paul character, played by uh, Matthias Schoenertz, is much younger than the Tilda Swinton character. So right off the bat, she's a cougar, which is an expression everybody hates, but that's what they call I feel call sorry them. for the cougars in this world that have been lumped in there with people like Tilda Swinton playing <laughs> this much older rock star who can't sing. Look, you found the characters fascinating and the relationships interesting. I, on the other hand, found them to be pretentious, arty, amoral, and immoral. There was nothing about this film that made me want to spend a minute with any of these people. And I love Ray Fiennes, but he was acting his fool head off every single scene he was in. He was so over the top that I couldn't stand him. No wonder she dumped him. He was obnoxious in every possible way. He was overbearing. He was noisy. He was loud. He was boisterous. He was just a pain in the neck human being. And I looked at him, and then he's lusting after his own daughter. It it was just so icky. <laughs> well, it was icky, but I found that to be a pretty good portrait of a rock producer. I think they're all like that. And Well, I don't know that they're all like that, Liz. He's, first of all, he's old to be a rock producer. Most rock producers are 20 years old. This guy is like hitting 70 years old, and he's acting like a, an idiot most of the time. I mean, who would even want him in the studio? You well, would throw I, him out. I think that the, that the two leading characters here are both too old for what they're doing. They were too old for this movie. Yeah. Absolutely. It, it should have been a younger share is what it requires. Yes. Someone with that kind of forceful persona. But Tilda Swinton doesn't convey that in this character. And then she's not allowed to talk. So uh, now you've got a, a situation where you have a fine actress who's mute. Uh, please. I mean, look, the director's name is Luca Guadagnina. He never gets past the obvious here. The characters are pointless. They're worthless. They're cliches, if you will. And there's this kind of looming, dooming tragedy that clouds everything. And you know it's going to happen, but you don't know when. And then when it does happen, you go, eh, I don't care. <laughs> Put your clothes back on and let's everybody go home. I mean, this movie, I think, was really overhyped. I don't think it was overhyped because when it opened, I had never heard it before. And I, I saw the cast and I thought, oh, wow, this is something I ought to see. And, I, and I'm glad I saw it. You know, I, I just found the living with past loves and past passion and trying to get over it and get away from it. And suddenly there's this incredibly sexy daughter. And by the way, Dakota Johnson is much sexier in this film than she was in— In that ghastly Fifty Shades of Grey. Absolutely, absolutely. Yeah. Fifty I, Shades I, of Nude. Yeah. Listen, this is a—is there anything to recommend this movie from my point of view? Well, let me put it this way. If it's the dead of winter and you're fed up with the snow and the ice, yeah, you can go rent this one. Just think of it as a travelogue with nudity because <laughs> otherwise— you know, just rent a DVD from National Geographic, and I think you'll get more jollies. For me, a bigger splash makes no splash at all. It's just a little ripple. So guess what? A bigger splash gets a red light from me. Well, it doesn't get a red light from me because I really enjoyed it. I was interested in it. I wished that a couple of things in it were different. How about the casting? Well, 
I found it fascinating that these two people were too old for their characters, and they threw themselves into it, that, yeah. that it, it became much more interesting for me. So I'm going to give it a yellow light. Okay. Uh, well, uh, that's fair, I guess. Yeah, From absolutely. your point of view. Well, that's why we're both here. We have different points of view. That's Otherwise, correct. there'd be just one of us here. <laughs> and that would get so boring. Yes. <laughs> for Especially me. if it was just you. <laughs> <laughs> Good one, Les. Okay. So... A Bigger Splash gets a red light and a yellow light. Well, that just about does it for this film. We'll be back to review another one very, very soon. We hope you will come back at that time. Until then, I'm Les Roberts. And I'm Ann Elder. And Greenlight Reviews hopes that you make a big splash and really have a great time at the movies. For more Greenlight Reviews, go to thefrontporchpeople.com. Don't you know that you're a grown-up? I'm a grown-up. Me too. Yep, me too. But you know, these days, being a grown-up can really suck. Luckily, we're grown-ups who grew up in the coolest generation. We had video arcades. And also some of the best TV and movies ever made. We lived the origin of awesome consumer electronics. The list goes on and on. Yep, Generation X. Exactly. And we're Gen X Grown-Up. Every week, the Gen X Grown-Up podcast explores media, tech, toys, games, and more from both yesterday and today. Through the eyes of Generation Xers who absolutely love that stuff. You can find us on iTunes or wherever you get your podcasts. Or find us on our website, genxgrownup.com. Alright, I think that was good enough? I, I hope so, man. I'm tired. <laughs> who listens to a promo on a podcast and then goes and listens to a different podcast? Right. I, I, I've never done it. <laughs> so, no, right.